Hey, my name is Amanda Matthews, and I am obsessed with all things women's health, motherhood, periods, and helping you to navigate this roller coaster of a thing called infertility. I'm a new mama of two who has spent over 10 years in the world of birth, midwives, and healing women. I bring you the tried and true secrets of what works to heal and move forward as the divine mama that you are meant to be. Whatever you're dealing with, miscarriage, mystery, infertility, PCOS, or if you're only just entering the world of TTC, all things are discussed here. Pull up a chair, get yourself some tea, and let's get some clarity on where you are and what your most powerful next move is. This is the Boon Baby Podcast. Absolutely. There is so much confusion around nutrition while planning to conceive. If you're someone who has been working on conceiving or if you're new to the world of working on conceiving, there is so much information out there. It's like eat this much protein or don't eat protein or do keto or be vegan or eat fats. Make sure you get your omega-3s. Make sure you have a prenatal. It gets very overwhelming and The most heartbreaking thing that I see is women coming through my office and they've already been doing a really strict regimen for years and they have been putting their heart and soul into it and using all their willpower on it and it's just not working because it's inaccurate information. But unfortunately, there's so much inaccurate information out there about food and food anyway. You guys, it's such a touchy subject. Food is emotional, it is cultural, and people will die for their beliefs when it comes to food. I'm not kidding you. Um, It doesn't need to be such a deep, dark topic, but oftentimes it is. And I used to say, like, food isn't my battle. I don't want food to be my battle. And it's not that it's my battle. I just look at it in such a different light now. It's like, I would just rather help educate people on what works and I'm not bashing on anything that doesn't but I'm just trying to shed a lot of light on the subject and on the topic because what I am doing is working and working for me personally. So I want to get into um, let's actually let's just start talking about calories. Does increasing your calories maximize your fertility? Yes, absolutely. If you're not getting enough calories, you can lose your period, Uh, you can go into adrenal fatigue, you can go into survival mode, and so your body will start to lose its hair and nails, and your body doesn't want to conceive at that point because it doesn't feel safe and it doesn't um, have enough nutrients from the calories to make a baby. So it's not that you need more calories, and I want to talk about the difference between calories and nutrients in a minute here, but... We don't just need more empty calories. We need to just make sure that our body is getting what it needs because our reproductive system kind of goes on the back burner if our bodies are depleted. And I see that a ton with women that their bodies are depleted. And it's just, (laughs) it really grinds my gears because we're told all the time that we need to look a certain way and be a certain size and not weigh too much. And it's really, really hard to be a woman today trying to fit into 
your clothes and look good and be all these things. And I think that just women in general, their health gets put on the back burner a lot of times like, oh, I'm going to take care of my health after I get this promotion or I'm going to take care of my health after this, you know, after this next baby or I'm going to take care of my health after this next thing or after this next thing. But really, if we don't have our health, what do we have? We don't really have anything to work for if we don't have our health. You can have all the money in the world, but if you don't have your health, that is the most hopeless, hopeless feeling. So I'm more into nutrition that is preventative, and I'm very into preventative medicine. And if you've been to see me, then I'm always preaching that. But I want to talk about the calories versus nutrients thing because I know that so many of us are counting calories or have counted calories at some point in our lives because it works, right? Like you want to lose weight, you want to fit in those jeans, you don't want to be the fat one at the office, and you're going to count calories, which is fine, but I want to talk about calories for a minute. So when I was a kid, my older sisters did Weight Watchers and my mom did Weight Watchers and I probably did Weight Watchers at some point too. And um, they used to have this thing called the three-pointer. And it was an ice cream cone from McDonald's that was three points. And they could go and get one of them. And it was like a little cheap, but it was only three points. So it was okay. And also on Weight Watchers, it was kind of nuts to me at the time. Because it was like you could eat either, you know, an apple for two points or an ice cream cone for three points, like what are you going to choose, right? Because calories are based on numbers. They're not based on nutrition. It's like, am I going to eat the Snickers for 100 calories or am I going to eat this banana for 100 calories? So when it comes to calories, there's so many ways we can get those empty calories in without realizing it. And it's not ex- it's not like you have to sit around and be eating Snickers and Doritos and all that stuff. It's just that we don't realize a lot of times that like our rice chips or like we're eating our vegetables and stuff, it isn't enough and our body doesn't get what it needs. So if in a perfect world, I <laughs> and I dream of a perfect world... Women would be more focused on nutrients than calories. Like, how much nutrients this banana is giving my body, my hair, my teeth, my skin. How much nutrients the Snickers is giving my hair, my body, my teeth, my skin, my digestive system. And looking at food in that way. But honestly, looking at food in that way has been so helpful for me personally with overcoming a lot of food addictions I have and some eating disorders that I have struggled with. Now I have a relationship with food, and in a perfect world, I would like every woman to have a relationship with food instead of being afraid of food and kind of limiting ourselves from food and blocking ourselves from food. Because what happens, again, is you're eating to survive. You're eating the smallest amount of calories possible to just survive and get through your day. Your adrenals are not thriving and most, more than likely, your reproductive system is aging rapidly because it's not getting the fruit that it needs because fruit is too high in calories or the, the nutrients that it needs from the grains like the quinoa and the millet and the ancient grains like that because it's too high in calories. But if you can kind of shift your mindset from counting calories um, and looking at being afraid of carbs to switching to being 
in a place where you're looking at nutrient-dense foods, you're going to have a better relationship with food and you're going to enhance your chances of fertility. I mean, your chances of fertility are going to skyrocket. And this is also applicable if you are someone who's struggling with your weight, with being overweight, and you're, maybe your healthcare provider told you that you need to lose weight to get pregnant, which is a thing. And the reason that that works is because inflammation is what blocks pregnancy a lot of times. So if you're someone who's overweight, you're more than likely uh, full of toxins and those toxins cause inflammation. And as you start to release weight, the inflammation goes down and you're more likely to conceive. So, I mean, I've met people in all, all different sizes and shapes that have inflammation, but it is more likely if you're on a high toxic, like if you're eating a a diet full of a lot of toxic things, you're going to have more inflammation. Or if you have a a diet really high in processed foods that you're going to have a lot of inflammation. So even on that spectrum, I, I think it's better instead of trying to lose weight by counting calories and limiting ourselves instead of doing that approach to Switching our mindset to being like, okay, I'm going to eat only nutrient-dense foods. Like, I'm going to eat this spinach, I'm going to have this smoothie, I'm going to have this quinoa, I'm going to have this millet. And eating frequently throughout the day is huge because it teaches our adrenals to be in reproductive mode. And our adrenals are a huge part of conceiving. Our endocrine system is really what's in charge of our conception. At the end of the day, if there's something going on with your reproductive system, you can generally trace it back to your endocrine system. So we really want the adrenals to be healthy and happy. We want our hair, skin, and nails to look good. We want to be at a balanced weight for our bodies. And I wouldn't stress so much about the amount of protein, the amount of, you know, if you're vegan, if you're veg, like I wouldn't focus so much on the labels, even if you're a keto person. If you're a vegetarian person, if you're a vegan person, you still want to focus on that nutrient-rich, nutrient-dense food and get that fruit into your body. Fruit is the, the biggest tool that I use to help women conceive. I will tell women to eat five to eight servings of fruit a day if possible, if they can fit it into their body in, in the time slot that they have because fruit is anti-aging. It gets all those nutrients to the reproductive system. It's a cleanser, it's a builder, and it's got all that yummy, juicy water in it that can only be coming from fruit. It's got those minerals, those vitamins. Remember when you're in school, very, very, very tiny in school, um, and they wanted to teach you about nutrition, and it was like maybe kindergarten or first grade or so, and they were talking about vitamins and minerals, that you need vitamins and minerals. And then somewhere in between middle school and high school, switched over to protein, protein, and counting calories. So let's go back to that (laughs) childhood state of vitamins and minerals because that's what you need to build a baby. You need vitamins to build their little bodies. You need the minerals to build their nervous system and their bone structure. And that is another reason why I put a lot of my moms on minerals. So getting a good mineral supplement, getting those nutrients in your body, getting a lot of fruit into your body is going to maximize your fertility more than anything else that you can do. And if you are not sure about inflammation or if you have more 
questions on that, you can refer back to my very first podcast that is all about inflammation and how inflammation can block a pregnancy and what you can do to kind of work on that inflammation. And hopefully now you can start giving yourself a little bit more freedom in your diet and just start looking at food as a relationship as something that's going to help you as a tool, as something that you can have gratitude for and as something that gives your body nutrients and vitamins and minerals instead of just being afraid of it, Um, instead of being afraid of the weight or the carbs or the la-da-da-da-da-da-da. Sometimes it's just nice to turn your brain brain off and listen to your inside (laughs) brain that's in your heart that tells you, like, I feel good when I'm on this. I feel like I have more energy when I'm on this. And I'm not talking about jittery energy. Those of you that are like, um, I feel good on coffee. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that like deep energy where you notice that you feel less inflammation. You feel less tight. You feel less toxic. You feel less emotional. You're sleeping better. That's what I'm talking about. When you feel better, it's because your body is starting to Um, respond to what you're putting into it, the fuel that you're putting into it. So seeing your body as this machine that's going to carry you around and your baby around and that your body needs the right kind of fuel. And it's not about perfection. It's about progress. It's not about never having a treat again in your whole life. It's not about being labeled. It's not about like fighting over your label like being a vegan is just the right way and or being keto is the right way. It's not about that. It's about looking at nutrients and getting as many nutrients and vitamins and minerals into our bodies as we can. So if you can look at food that way, I think that it will open up a lot of opportunities for you. Bring a lot of freedom into your fertility journey. And for me, I know it's been absolutely life-changing to go from where I was six years ago or even three years ago to where I am now and have this relationship with food that is a relationship of just like a higher awareness of gratitude and it doesn't feel like an attitude of scarcity It actually is a very abundant way to eat because you need a lot of nutrients so that's what I'm saying when I'm saying like eat five to eight servings of fruit a day That is a very abundant diet. Um, Getting that much into your body, eating a big Buddha bowl or a big giant salad or, you know, getting all those minerals into your body every day. It's a very abundant diet and it comes with a lot of extra snacks and a lot of juices and living foods that is very abundant. It's not a diet of scarcity and it shouldn't be. And I don't like to put diet and scarcity together because it's not sustainable. And I also have a few tips and tricks for you. If you are somebody who is just like addicted to sweets, I'm raising my hand. Um, If you're just addicted to that, those fatty foods, those junk foods, and if you're really struggling with the way you eat, but you want to be a mama, So what I generally tell myself and what I tell women that I work with is just start adding things in. Don't be so concerned about taking things out if it's too hard. Like dial it back, of course. And self-control is a muscle. You have to build it up. It doesn't just happen overnight. You don't just wake up one day and you're like, oh, I can fast for 14 days and 
be fine and not crave anything. It's like, no, it's a muscle. It has to be built up and your body has to build up to that too. So if you're somebody who has been eating out regularly, eating processed foods, not eating a lot of produce, and you throw yourself onto a juice cleanse, you're going to shock your system. Instead, you want to ease into it. You want to dial everything back, dial everything back, dial these things back, these things that cause inflammation, the sugars, the dairy, you want to dial it back, and then you want to add in a lot of produce, a lot of honey, a lot of living foods, a lot of the like the nutrients, the minerals, and the vitamins. And when you, when you do that, what happens is you get to a place where you're like, I've had so much fruit today, I'm actually not craving as much sugar, or I've had my celery today, so I'm actually not craving as much salty foods. I've had my, like, I've been snacking all day on fruits and vegetables, so you're less likely to binge. I've been snacking all day on these, whatever it is, you know, it can be like quinoa, it can be granola, it can be oatmeal, whatever it is. But it's going to make you less likely to want to pull into a McDonald's because you are constantly full, like you're filling your tank. You don't feel depleted. And if you're drinking a lot of water, that helps too because sometimes we're just actually thirsty and we take that for hunger and we run with it and we think that we need to eat a bowl of ice cream, but actually we just need to drink a bowl, like a cup of water. So another good tip that I always tell my ladies is drink a glass of water before you eat that thing. Like if you're just determined to eat a bag of mini eggs, drink a glass of water and just kind of talk to yourself a little bit. Just touch base and don't make yourself wrong about it. Just be like, okay, I want to eat this whole bag of mini eggs and Cadbury eggs. (laughs) And if you don't know what those are, then I don't know what to tell you. Um, Okay, I guess I could use like a Hershey bar or something. I'm going to eat this whole Hershey bar And you drink a glass of water and you just check in. You just check in. You sit for a minute. You take a breath. And then maybe you take another breath. And then you say, okay, I'm still going to eat this, but I'm going to eat it only half of it. Or I'm going to just be very aware of what I'm eating. I'm going to really taste it and see if it's actually tasting good to me or if I'm just eating emotionally. I'm going to be in the moment with it. I'm going to be present with it. I'm going to let myself smell it first. I'm going to let myself touch it first. I'm going to let myself look at it and analyze it first instead of just cramming it down in a panic. And it's not, it doesn't have to be like you're sitting there crying in the pantry making yourself wrong for wanting to eat a Hershey bar. It's just like, it's just a real quick exercise. Drink a glass of water, take a couple deep breaths if you still want to eat it then do it, but eat less of it. And just remember to add things in and add things in and add things in because if you're constantly hungry, it means you're depleted and you don't have what your body needs. And if you're constantly craving things, it's because you're depleted and you don't have what your body needs. So start with giving your body what it needs and having gratitude for what you are able to put into your body and drinking more water and being more mindful and more aware before we binge on something because it's all about progress not perfection and in this way it's a lot easier for you to sustain a long kind of marathon journey which generally planning to conceive can be like if you're planning to conceive you can be you can be working to conceive for a year 
And so you want something that's sustainable for a full year. You don't want to be binging and crashing and tight and lose, you know, like on a tight diet and then binging and then tight and then crashing because that is just going to actually pull you further away from your goal of conceiving. Because again, going back to the adrenals, the adrenals don't respond well to that. So what the adrenals respond well to is consistency and being gentle with your body and adding in the nutrients and the minerals and the vitamins that your body needs. So having a relationship with food where you realize and recognize that it's fuel and that it sometimes is fun and that you're not wrong for wanting a treat, but that you are on a journey of health and that self-control is a muscle that you have to strengthen every day. You have to work on every day. And with that, I hope that you walk away from this podcast feeling like you can really shift and make that shift in your life that to get into that mindset of eating for longevity and that mindset of eating for the future and the mindset of eating like, okay, I can sustain this for a year, for two years, for three years, however long it takes me to get my baby. And when my baby gets here, I'll continue it because I feel good. That is my hope for you. You've just finished another episode of the Boone Baby Podcast. I'm hoping you are leaving here with more clarity and confidence in the direction that you are going. If you want more, head on over to my website at boonfertility.com to join my mailing list. And if you're looking for your own community of divine, like-minded women, go to my website and click on the Facebook link to join my exclusive Facebook group to continue the conversation all about TTC.